Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Do you agree with giving homeless families... Now, of course, when we use the term homeless families in Ireland, we're referring to people in temporary accommodation. I'm not talking about people living in tents, generally speaking, because most people are not living in tents and most people are not living on the streets. Although the population on the streets do go up in the summer. Uh, But in saying that, homeless families, the 10,400 who are in temporary accommodation, you know, living in hotels or wherever it happens to be, um, free public transport... Now, I mentioned this to somebody earlier on. They said, but shouldn't they have it anyway? Because a lot of them would be on disability payments and a lot of them would be people who might be visiting different places and what have you. But they all probably have free transport anyway. But anyway, homeless families in emergency accommodation in Dublin will be given access to free public transport for the whole month of August. The Department of Housing already provides leap cards to homeless families for essential school journeys. I didn't know that. Uh, Housing Minister Owen Murphy has agreed to the extension of a Dublin Leap Card arrangement for homeless families on a once-off basis for the whole month of August. The department will review long-term Leap Card issues in the context of Budget 2020 engagements with the Department of Public Expenditure and Reform. You might as well give them cinema tickets while you're at it as well, give them somewhere to go. The Dublin Regional Homeless Executive and National Transport Authority have put a necessary arrangements in place for this scheme. And the Sinn Féin spokesperson, of course it would have to be a Sinn Féin spokesperson doing something about it, uh, Denise Mitchell has welcomed this, of course she did, saying it would help reduce isolation amongst homeless people. She said it's very important that young people and their families who are living in emergency accommodation through no fault of their own, of course it's no fault of their own, there's no personal responsibility anymore, is there? It's everybody else's fault. So, so it's through no fault of their own. No fault of their own. Now, don't get me wrong, there are different circumstances and there are people who maybe there is no fault of their own. For whatever fault, maybe they've lost their job or they're on a reduced wage and find it difficult to find somewhere to live. I understand that. But are you suggesting that all of them, through no fault of their own? But anyway, I'll go on. Through no fault of their own, where was I? Oh yeah, many young people living in emergency accommodation find themselves isolated and they're often living quite a distance from where their friends are. The provision for free public transport during non-term time will go some way towards addressing this issue of social isolation. The proposal is to extend this free public transport to homeless families outside Dublin uh, and to Dublin homeless families year-round will be considered in the 2020 budget. In other words, this is a kind of trial thing for a month and then the budget they'll consider doing it for good. But I want to get your thoughts on this and ask you if you think it's a good idea. Some of the comments I've read online, some people are not very happy about the move. One person said, I'm sorry now, but I don't get this. While they don't have a house to live in, in what else has changed? Do they not visit their extended family and friends anymore? The parents would actually have more cash at their disposal because they have no rent, no electricity, no heating bills to pay. They are either still working or getting full benefits. What about low-income families who pay for everything and can't afford extras and can't afford buses or trains or planes or anything like it for their kids because there's nothing left at the end of the week? Hmm. Another person in their comment online said, give them cars while you're at it. What a joke. The less you contribute in this country, the more you get rewarded. I work part-time, don't take a penny from the state, and half my wages goes on public transport just to get to work. This country is a serious joke. Now, I don't know if you think, what do you think of those comments? Do you think they're just begrudgery? Yeah, is that simple begrudgery? I mean, I want to get your thoughts on this tonight. Do you support the idea of giving free public transport to people who are registered as homeless. Now, remember, of course, the way we use the word homeless quite liberally in this country. 
you know, when I I was on radio last week in America and I mentioned the word homeless and they immediately thought I meant people. When I said we had 10,000 people homeless in a population of 4.7 million, they were going, oh my God, that's awful, you bastards. What are you doing to your citizens? I like, because they think homeless is somebody at the side of the road with a little, you know, because that's what they're homeless are, panhandlers. No, our homeless are not like that. Our homeless are in hotels or hubs or whatever it is you know, until they get somewhere permanent to live. So the question is, do you support free public transport for homeless families living in emergency accommodation? Let me go to Michael. Michael, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Michael? Nice to talk to you again, Noel. Oh, well, um, sorry, I Michael. I never gave out the phone number. If anyone wants to comment, yeah, I want to have something to say, you can text or WhatsApp 087-188-0008. Sorry, Michael. Yeah, uh, nice to talk to you again. Uh, now, I've spoken to you over the years, and some things I've absolutely agreed with, agreed with, agreed with. This I do not agree with, given a homeless uh, free travel. What planet are the government on? Well, I mean, if they're going now, to give it out, they might as well give it to yeah, everybody. Yeah. Now, first of all, I don't people turn around and say the homeless. I doubt, I don't know whether thousands and thousands of homeless people decided, well, we'll go for the free travel. It's the government. They're very clever, the government. They know how to store crap. And they've absolutely stored crap now in a big boiling pan. So it's all going to, like, as you said now, you're getting a lot of it on Facebook. You're getting a lot of it in your studio tonight. And everything is about the homeless are getting this. But it's the government who suggested all this, not the homeless. Now, if they've done a trial and they said, right, we'll try this out, and they're tightening it back, you can't, you can't treat people like crap either. It's, 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 it's like a one-way railway station with the government We'll go in this, but we can't get out. I really do think we have plonkers in the doll. <laughs> really plonkers. They're the biggest farts that has ever. I, ever. I, did, I did find the spokesperson from Shintan, although I expect nothing less. And when she turned around and said the people are in emergency accommodation, and she made a very general statement through no fault of their own. Now, there are some people there through different circumstances, yeah, no, no fault of yeah, their own. I, but I there are individuals that. there who lack personal responsibility. Now, I agree with you now, yeah, but you see, if you start this, you're going to open up a bigger can of worms. So people are going to say, oh, Jesus, it's not bad being homeless. We can go down to Kerry, we can go to Galway, we can go here, there, everywhere. Now, number one, it's not fair for the people who generally, like yourself, like the team you have working in there, they have to travel, they have to pay bus fare. It's not fair for the ordinary working person, man or woman, or even young students who have to make their way and probably get peanuts or butter peanuts in, in, for working wages. But they still do it, Noel, because they have to pay their fees. Now, that's why, for the first time in a long, long time, I really will stand by a lot of people who are going to come on your show tonight. We're not, we're not begrudgers. We're not. This is a joke. The government are the most silly assholes. I don't know how... Jesus, don't, don't hold back there, Michael. No, I don't know how they're elected. What planet? I mean, really and truly, who puts these people in? Do they sit in the doll over free drinks? Over free drinks, because I doubt if they're paying for their drinks in the doll bar. And, they, and let's see what we can do tomorrow. Oh, I've got a great idea. Let's store shit for the homeless. 
and we 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 we'll give them free travel, but we won't be we won't get we won't get. Uh, the so, so why not just give them cinema tickets as well while we're at it? I mean, I I well I want well say there, Michael, because I want to go to Peter, but Peter, I. Yeah, but hang, hang on, well, hang on, Michael, for a second. Peter, uh, I'm just looking at this last comment I read out, right? And, and listen yeah. to it again. Somebody said, uh, why don't we just give them cars while we're at it? What a joke. The less you contribute to our country, the more you actually get rewarded. I work part-time, don't take a penny from the state, and half my wages goes on public transport well, to get I, to work. Can I just... Can I no, just well, hang, well, hang on, Michael, just let Peter respond to that. I mean, Peter, yeah. you know, are we going too far? Are we? I'm. I'm not saying you don't look after people, and there are genuine cases of people who are hard done by in society, right? But are we going a bit over the top here, rewarding people for literally not doing anything? Well, first of all, welcome back. Thanks, Good Peter. Back. <laughs> I missed you. <laughs> ah, I missed you too, Peter. <laughs> Serious. Uh, I actually, no, do you know no what? I did actually no have a conversation about you. Spot. I did have a conversation about you one morning. I did indeed. One morning over breakfast, I was chatting to my partner and we were chatting about, and please don't take offence to this, we're talking about drugs and we're talking about junkies. And and I was saying, you know what? There's one of the nicest guys you will ever meet comes onto the show and I was telling her about you, all about how you changed your life and everything else. I'd have better get the tissues out. Yeah, I, I did. I shed it here. <laughs> so, yeah, Peter, but are we going over the top? I mean, you know, you can you can help people, but you, you have to hold their hand as well. Well, I, I, I understand both sides of the story. But the, what, I, what side I understand is the genuine people that are struggling. There's people in hotels in, in this country, right? It's not homeless, right? But they have to travel bring their kids to school and, and they have to travel for... Well, they are, yeah, but they already get that. They they do get a leap card top-up for their children yeah. to go to school. Right, I understand that, right? But they don't want to be in that position. You know, like, who wants to go back to a hotel room at night with your children where you have no fridge, no cooker, no separation from your children Is they're all stuck in the one room? Now, that's for the genuine people I think we should take care of them because it has a lot to do with the way the housing crisis has gone. It has a lot to do with, like, a lot of these people grew up in disadvantaged families, so on and so forth. I'm all for doing anything possible to help the genuine people that are in need. Not about what that man said, oh, we jump on the train to Kerry, or we jump... Some of them need to jump on a train to carry and get away, away with their family for a bit because of the, the, the situation that they find themselves in. Well, maybe they, so should, live, in maybe they should live in Kerry because it's, well, sorry, there's loads of accommodation here. available around the country. They just won't take it. Sorry, sorry Michael. Yeah, um, go ahead. Yeah, um, that, man, that chap, has made, yeah, Peter. you've made a very valid point. Yeah. And I do agree with you. I'm not going to argue this with you because you know what you're talking about as well. But at the same time, when do we stop the line. When do we stop the train and say enough is enough? Now, I would love, I guarantee you these people would love to be able to have jobs, to be able to buy a house, to be able to have the things because they find themselves in situations where... Not, not all of them, Peter. Have, Peter, no. in fairness, Peter, yes, you're right. Some of them would love to work. Some of them would love that. Just, you know, somebody to give them a bit of a helping hand to get themselves back on the ladder again. But there are others, Peter, and you know as well as I do, there are ones yeah. that have no intention of working. Well, Niall, can I but say that's this? that's why I hope it doesn't go 
in the well, in the sense that people start thinking more about the the ones that rip the state apart rather than the genuine people that need it. There should well, be a no, way just, of, of of people's welfare and um, being able to tell exactly who people are that are just ripping the system apart when the baby farts they go up to the, the welfare for nappies. Like there's people out there that literally know every single last thing that they can claim from the welfare. And then there's genuine people who haven't that got a really clue. need help. Yeah. And that well, can I, they, need, know, can I they just... need a helping hand. Yes, yeah, so I, I, and you're right, because there are people who know the system inside out. If I ended up on the dole tomorrow, I wouldn't have a clue what to do or what I'd be entitled to. Sorry, so, but yeah, no, go I, ahead, but go ahead, Michael. Yeah. Now, um, I'll just say this now, because I know there's a lot of people who want to come on. First of all, That's a very I wasn't going to say this. I wasn't, I wasn't <laughs> going to say this. I had a friend, no names, many years ago, and he was, through, through circumstances, he was homeless, and he lived in his car. But what he'd done... He had his job. And he went to the beach every morning. This is true. With my hand on my heart, I wouldn't lie to you, Niall. I don't lie. I couldn't believe it. I actually got emotion when he told me. And I actually went down one morning, and there he was, washing himself in the sea. The man went to his job every day because it was dignity. Now, that man was saying there is people who probably are genuine, but this genuine has to stop because speculators are coming. He's talking about social houses. In my lifetime, you will never see a social house built here again. Where I'm living, Niall, there's nearly a nine-story apartments being built. They're going to be £3,000 for the penthouse on top a month. Now, the government gave... Do you live in the city centre, Michael? Yes, yes. Are you you not living far from this radio station? Uh... Well, a, a bit away from the radio station. No, no because, no, because Spe- they're building apartments right beside yeah. us here, and no, the man was telling us it's I two and a half grand for a penthouse. Yeah, I, don't, I don't mean to no, get off the track. penthouse. What? Yeah, I don't know. Hold on. What did you say about the penthouse, Peter? You have the penthouse. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> no, no, the, reason, the reason why I'm saying this, Niall, is the speculators come in here. Yeah. They don't deal with the government. The government are not honest with the people here. But at the same time, Niall, I blame the people of this country. If, do you know what? I, I don't want to use the word bomb. It's wrong to use that word. But we're so laid back here in Ireland that if we laid back anymore, we <laughs> wouldn't get off our arse. It's about time that people in this country stood up and said enough is enough. Yeah, but hang on, Michael. With, our, with respect, you can't blame the government on everything. And that's what I find we do on this show and on every radio show and every media. You People blame the government for all their people problems. People have to stand but, up yeah, but Hang on. We all have a level of personal responsibility. A government is there to basically, you know, I suppose, uh, share, share the wealth, so to speak. All right. So the taxes come in. The government are there to decide how those taxes are spent and make sure they maintain physically the cities as well. Right. And the infrastructure and the transport and everything else. Right. Now, they do make a bollocks of it from time to time. There's no doubt about that because everything is not perfect. And you're also going to get gobshites in government. You're going to get some people are good in government, some people are bad. That's just life, right? And in comparison to most countries in the world, we don't have, as much as we give out about them, and I think Leo's a bit of a clown, but as much as we give out about them, they're not the worst in the world. I mean, no, look at some of the countries around the world. I mean, imagine living somewhere like Honduras or something like that. Jesus Christ. Right? But no, so, no, 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 but no. the point I'm trying to make is, where we seem to forget we have a personal responsibility to ourselves yes. as well. Noel, that's what I was saying, Noel. That's exactly what I'm saying. You said it. That's what, exa- the people need to get off their backsides and get counted. Oh, okay. You're, oh, right, okay. About, you're right about the government. This, but there's people who are old age pensioners now 
who have the, who have the bus pass. It took them a lifetime. All their lives they worked. All their lives they have grandchildren. All their lives they worked. Now, how do they feel, Noel? Knowing that they're going, one minute the government saying, well, "Well, we'll do this as a pilot scheme. We'll give the homeless uh, a, a bus pass to go anywhere, and then we'll take it back, and we'll do it again, and we'll bring it up on the budget." I mean, do you not think that's a bit of a joke? Yeah, well, I mean, are we doing it? Up? Do you think, uh, Peter, in general, right? We know the government are shite, right? We're all aware of that, all right, and they make a lot of mistakes, right? But in comparison to most countries in the world. You know, we're not a third world country. We are a first world country. We do quite well. We live a reasonable lifestyle. I mean, do you, do you think we lack personal responsibility that we maybe have it a bit too easy? Not in, in certain circumstances, yes. Like, I believe that in a government, a Taoiseach should be a family man, a man that has children and that knows about families. I believe the children's minister should actually have children. children yes. You know, I would, I would, yeah, the Minister for, Finan- Minister for Finance should be either an economist or an accountant or somebody who knows about money. I, I would agree Instead with you. Instead of getting put into that position and have four advisors getting paid for. And I think if... Should we if, had a Minister for the Gwail took there two years ago who couldn't speak Irish? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's true. true. I've seen a thing the other day about all the different European countries and what our leaders get paid. And Leo Varadkar gets paid more than nearly 90% of European countries. And there's only a population of four and a half, nearly five million in this country. And it's wrong from the top to the bottom. There needs to be a change the whole way from the top to the bottom. And that's what needs to happen in this country. And unfortunately, I can say it'll probably never happen. Because when it comes to voting, you have all the keyboard warriors or they're this, or that, and the other, and they won't get out, and they won't vote. Do you know what? That man is right. But I'll just, I, I, honest to God, I'll finish, it, I'll finish on, this, on this thing. The greatest lesson in life is experience life. You can go to a library in Dublin. You can pick the best book in that library and read all about it. But until you, and you've got to not, you've got to That would a free library pass. <laughs> yeah, no, hold on, no, no. What I'm trying to say, but if you experience life, whether like yourself or somebody else who's been down in the dips of hell and come rising back up, that's the person that I would vote for because they've been there, done that, wore the jersey. Right, Noel, let's get the campaign going. Next <laughs> <laughs> to be free bingo as well. All right, let me just go to Pauline. Pauline, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Pauline? Hi. How are you? Good, Pauline. Yeah. I mean, okay, I'm let me get back to the original topic. So the government are going to do this kind of plan for um, the month of August where they give free leap cards to anybody who's in temporary accommodation or anybody registered as homeless. Is it a well, good idea? I think anything that can be done for a person who's homeless should be done for a person who isn't by people who are not homeless because it's only when a person and nobody knows how somebody ends up one way or the other homeless suffices to say they are homeless and should be looked after one way or the other so and i think people are very judgmental but um they don't always understand or necessarily know the circumstances people who've owned their own home all their life stayed for them and bought them have by some way or other had their home taken from them lost their home because of circumstances to do with work or whatever different different situations so we have to stop judging because it's too much time. I'm out walking, sorry. Too much time and energy is putting into criticising these people's 
and their situation instead well, of putting sorry. all the effort into helping them. Sorry, well, you have to there. find the genuine people. As that girl said, there is people out there like that. Yeah. But there is people that are leaving their homes, going into hotels, so they can bump up on the housing list was well known, and try yeah. get a house quicker. Yeah, but so even, the genuine you know, people need to be helped. Well, hang on, hang on one at a time. Yes, sorry, go ahead, Pauline. The people who, who, who you've voted into government, if you don't think they're intelligent enough to know that, then there's no well, they do. Well, 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 hang on. They, well, they do know that, and they've said it already publicly. Uh, the head of Dublin City Council has said publicly that people are purposely making themselves homeless to get up the list. Yeah, we've, well, we've had discussions on yeah. that. Yeah, so I mean, so that, that's common knowledge that people yeah. are doing that. It's well known. You see it on Facebook all the time. You know, people talking to each other saying, oh, if I leave me mass and register myself as homeless, I get a house quicker. Yeah. So it's quite common knowledge that if you get yourself into a hotel and if you put up at the hotel for a few months, you'll eventually get your gaff. Yeah, when you no. absolutely put your name on the list. But other people, myself being one of them, saved for my home. Yeah. So, but what I'm saying is that there are people in situations that nobody understands, and probably my own my own situation I cannot uh, get into. But believe me, it is no joke for whatever the situation or whatever Yeah, but the point is, I'm all in favour of looking after people and you have to do that, Pauline. We can't be letting people fall through the cracks and end up living in tents and in fields and stuff like that, right? But... Are we too good? Are we too generous? When we're now saying, not only are we going to give up somebody a hotel to live in, not only are we going to pay for their kids to go to school on a, you know, with a leap card on a bus, not only will we supply them with money for food and other stuff as well, but we're now going to give them free uh, transport as well for the month of August so they can enjoy the summer. I mean, people online are saying stuff like, sure, why don't we just give them cinema tickets? Why don't we give them a car while we're at it? The whole thing is turning out to be a joke at this stage. In other words, we're making it too easy. It actually says just for the month of August, does it? No, I mean, I mean, being in that situation, I know this is going to sound wrong no matter what way I word it, right? Shouldn't be easy. Because if it is easy, if it's handy enough to survive on the state, so why would we bother working? No, no. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? I'm not saying for everybody. Sorry, Michael, you want to say something? Yeah. No, first of all, that guy was saying about people losing their houses and their their banks. Well, first of all, there should be a deal done straight away. If you're living in your house for so long and you paid and you can't come up, there should be a deal done with the bank. Right, that's number one. Number two... Well, 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 the council will do a deal, Michael. If you're in a situation where you lose your job and you're paying a mortgage, the council are doing deals at the moment where they will uh, purchase the house and rent it back to you. You brought it up, Niall. Yeah. You brought it up a couple of times. If you're offered a house, I don't care whether it's down in Killarney or Ballyboden or, or, or Kerry, take the house. It's a house. Think of your family. Oh, no, I want to live beside my friend in Dublin. What planet? I mean, that's great. I mean, if, if you that's have a family... That's one thing I know should change too. I believe that should change too. You get one house, take it, or leave it. Yeah. But one I, other I, thing, Noel, I'd just like to say is the dignity that is sucked out of a person that is genuinely trying to get their lives back together, that are living in hotels and trying to... There's no dignity, and it's very hard to try and get your dignity back. But I, I don't know how some people can do it because there are people out there playing the system, right? And using their kids. Not all, and I feel sorry for the kids. And uh, You know, there's nothing worse than imagining three kids in a hotel bedroom with their ma and da, right? I mean, that mustn't be great. But as a father, right, I couldn't, yeah. I, I couldn't let that happen. 
My, I, I, you know, went to the ends of the earth all my life to make sure that my children were provided for. And I'm sure, Peter, you do, you do the same thing. You do anything. Uh, if you had to go out and pick shite up off the road, you'd do it to make a few quid to make your life better for your kids. And if you have five, if, if you have five, if you, if you, so if you have a family, right? Yeah. And, and the council come and say to you, we're giving you a four bedroom house, but it's, it's down in Cork. And if you turn around now, now, this is really important, Niall. Now, forget it. Okay, forget yourself. I'm not saying forget your wife. Put your children. And, you know, they're only young children. And you want a roof over their heads. And you turn around and you tell them, well, no, not really. I didn't cock it a bit too far. You don't deserve, you don't even deserve a hotel. You've got to put your children first. And if somebody, and I'm sure there's a lot of homeless people out there. Well, that's, that's provided those people are not working. If, they, if it's somebody who's working in Dublin, well, obviously they can't take a house in Cork. And I can understand that. But if, if it's somebody who's on low income, for example, on the housing list, but if it's somebody who's not working, there is no reason why they can't take a house outside that's what the I city. Mean. Yeah. That's, that's what I meant to say. Yeah. Okay, well, well, hang on. Let me just go to John as well. Uh, John, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, John? Hi, how are you doing? God, I missed um, you. You did, yeah. <laughs> well, I tell you, we had the lovely sexy tower, so we didn't miss you. Helena's <laughs> <laughs> just said to me, that's a creepy laugh. But go on. <laughs> so, John, okay, you getting back to the free travel, a lot of people, I know it's only a now leap card, you know, for August, which is probably going to cost the state maybe a million quid or something for one month. But a lot of people, a lot of people are saying, sure, you know, we can't be making it too easy, giving everything away just for nothing. I don't know. I think that's a bit of a knee-jerk reaction. I mean, look, it's only for the month. It's not for the rest of their life, right? I mean, look, this idea of like them, everything is rosy in the country. There's 28,000 children waiting for one year now to see a consultant. There's 29,000 women waiting for going need treatment. There's... Um, one to two year waiting to snow for children as young as 12 in the city here waiting to see the child and adolescent mental health services, right? There's 10,000 homeless, 3,500 in children, and there's four people died in the streets of Cork in the last three months, and there was a man found in his home the other night. Oh, I know, yeah. They reckon, he was, they reckon that poor man was there about seven or eight months. Seven, seven months. Like, yeah. yeah. Seven, was, I, I didn't, I, maybe you could fill me in on that story. I just, I caught the headline on that today in the news. Was he an elderly man? He was an elderly man, yeah, and he was like, he used to keep to himself, like, I mean, which a lot of people do, does it not? Yeah. But the thing is, like, I mean, this is another problem. I'm, I'm, well, I'm sorry, John, I'm sorry for taking you off the topic a little bit, but how, who found him? Um, well, well it was, like, there was just the services kind of, like, they checked up and uh, hadn't been seen for a while, and it just came to the attention of the guardian, like, and people, and, you know, they're just... And, uh, and they reckon he was dead in the house for the last seven months, and nobody seven. noticed seven months yeah. so I mean look that's it's, sad it's, isn't it it's feeding into the problem that where are the what were before were the district nurses they'd call to a person even if they were a bit of a recluse they'd knock on the door the door might open they might say look I'm alright I don't need any help at least you knew they were alive whatever person inside Lola, for seven months dead in a house like I mean this is disgrace like but and but was he? But I wonder. I don't know the circumstances. And was he signed up to any services like Meals and Wheels or whatever it happened to be? Obviously, he had no family. Well, well you see, it's early days. I'm not sure about the family. Well, will he? Will he? I surely, if he had family, somebody yeah, would notice he wasn't you know, there. I'm not. I said maybe he never got knowledge or something like that. But the whole thing about it is that, like, if there was this big no straight long ago, like when people would come of an age, when they become to the pension age, they are checking them right. But that, that doesn't happen anymore. Do they not all have, I mean, maybe pardon my ignorance, but I know my own parents had it before they died. You know one of those, my mother used to have a little thing around her neck. 
Or the panic alarm. Yeah. yeah, a little button, and if she if she felt ill or sick, she'd press the button, and they'd ring her immediately. You know what I mean? But you see, this is again. I, I don't know what moves were made for this man, like I mean, to get something like that. Or was there any moves made? Yeah. But see, what you're talking about when you say the children are waiting for mental health services, yes, they are. You're right, and and you know, and children are waiting on waiting lists. You know, we have a health service which is not fit for purpose, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But in saying that, we do have a lot of stuff that you that we take for granted. Like there are countries in Europe and around the world that don't have mental health services. Well, so at least we do have them. Yeah. Yes, it's a long waiting list, and it should be better. Mm-hmm. But but we do take a lot of stuff that we have in this country for granted. Well, I agree. I mean, look, the thing is, as a friend of mine at the moment, like one of the water campaigners, and he got a civil bypass there only last week. And, you know, once he got into the system, like, I mean, everything worked out fine for him, you know. I know he's going into respite care, so mm. the system does work. But the fact is, I mean, it's trying to, you know... Okay, but, yeah, but, John, but John, I'm looking at... And Sinn Féin said, and I'm going to say this again, you know, they said people who are living in emergency accommodation and temporary accommodation through no fault of their own. Now, there are some people through no fault of their own who are... But there's a lot of people, there's a lot of people who are not to no fault of their own. It's their own personal responsibility. Well, which is obviously, and the point you made earlier on, maybe some of tagged on to it as well, was the fact that people are using this whole Kelly Hammer guest house as own being these. It's a percentage of, but you see how they should be weeded out in some form. If, if there was enough people going around with social services, like, I mean, they might kind of find out the people who are genuine and not so genuine, right? But I mean, if there are people out there, I mean, as I, the list I just outlined for you there, no. And people are commenting, you know, on, on, so, on social media, you know, just because the people are getting it for one month. No, but it's, yeah, but it's not, it's not just about the leap card for one month. It's about another reward. That's the way they're looking at it. They're saying, like, what more do you need to do for people to give them a helping hand to get up off their arse and do something for themselves? I mean, and, and that last comment that I read from social media where it says, uh, give them cars while you're at it. What a joke. The less you contribute in this country, the more you get rewarded. I work part-time, don't take a penny from the state. Half my wages goes on public transport uh, to get in and out of work. The country is a joke. Well, I mean, I, I think there's a lot of people who wouldn't have any problem with this. Like, as I said again... I think a lot of people do have a problem with it. And not just because it's a leap card. They have a problem with the fact that we just keep giving, 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 and... It doesn't seem to be making any difference because there are there are people out there, and I think a lot more than people than the government or anybody else will admit who are just taking the piss. Yeah, I mean, you, you have a situation here in Cork, no, like, where the post workers no, are all going to lose their jobs. They're closing down the depot, which is not mm. needed to be. So and I and I do hope all those men and women get yeah. get another job. Yeah, but the thing is, I mean, like there, there's nobody since the full note to stop for them. The, the blue shops, I came in. Uh, and on post are closing the place. I was at the march last Saturday in town. There was over a thousand people there, and the, the cheek of Fianna Fáil actually. Yeah, but the, the, but but John, see, unfortunately, this is life. Uh, you know, it's sad that people are losing their job in post, right? Um, but you have to understand why that's happening. Society is changing. We don't use postal services as I, much I as we used to. Say, yeah, but they're all private companies, like you know, they're all courier companies now, and. No, the, the same centre, right? I mean, the parcels you now with people buying stuff online yeah. has gone up over 63% in the last two years, and yet they're But, I, but I'm the same. I, I don't know about you guys, but I buy a lot of stuff on Amazon. And yeah. I, I signed up for, uh, because I'm up in Belfast all the time, I signed up for Amazon Prime. It's six euro a month. That gives me free delivery on anything I want. And I get it delivered the next day. Now, most of that is done by private delivery companies, you know, I mean, the, whatever the, the local courier agency is. Some of it comes to the general post, but very, very little of it. So the, and the problem is we don't send letters anymore, John. So you, can un, you can't run a business when you have no business. If, if, if there's a depot, like, and it, the parcel end of it has gone up, 
63% in the last two years, I mean, that to me is a, a unit that should not be closed down. Well, I would agree to some extent, yeah, but it depends if it's viable. And I imagine they're looking at that to see if it's these kind of situations, see if it's, I mean, they wouldn't be closing it down if it was viable. Well, I mean, it, must, it can't be viable because if it was viable, they wouldn't close it. Well, obviously, like I mean, just concentrating on the, the Midlands, you no, know, like in the other depots, mm. and caucus get in the sacrificial lamb. And, 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 and I'm sorry for all those people, and I hope they get a good deal, by the way, on um, exit of their jobs. I hope they get a good redundancy and a good payoff. And I hope they all get jobs. I'd like to think they might all get jobs. Um, so I hope they do. And I know it's not easy having to change your life because there's a security involved in a job and a safeness. Uh, Mary, you're in Classic Kids. How are you doing, Mary? How are you doing, Niall? Good. Mary, I mean, getting back to the original topic, you heard what Peter had to say earlier yeah. on. You know, we should be doing more for some people, but less for others, of course. We're taking a piss in the system. So, I mean, this idea of giving free transport for the month of August is a good idea. I think for certain circumstances, as kids get into school, um, for elderly, if they're unwell, they need to make... make well, they, we do, well, we do that anyway. Fine. Yeah, we, we give free transport to elderly. We give free transport to children going to school if they're, in, uh, if they're homeless. So we, we do that anyway. Yeah, well, I think anything outside of that, no, I don't think so. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Mary. Oh. oh we just yeah, Noel, on that end, just going back a few... Go Noel, ahead. Yeah. Just going back a few years, I remember growing up, and um, I remember once a year, we weren't in the best of uh, circumstances. And once a year, the Vincent de Paul would give a family pass to the zoo, you know, and you'd all go to the zoo on your family pass. And, like, they were doing it back then, like, looking after but wasn't a murder. Really yeah, followed. but wasn't a murder last year that the Vincent Bob were giving out the family passes to the zoo and they were selling them on Facebook and on Dundee. Ah, that's disgraceful. Well, but they, I that's what they're doing. And the same with the Leap cards, I believe. The Leap cards are being sold online. Ah, that's shocking. So, well, well, hang on, let Mary finish. She's back there. I lost her line for a second. Sorry, Mary, go ahead. Are you there, Mary? No, yeah, sorry, I just got disconnected there. Yeah, okay, go on. Um, no, I do think where the system system can be manipulated, it is manipulated. Now, I live in Dundalk here, and there's a serious amount of people that's claiming they're homeless, but they're actually not homeless. Hmm. Now, one specific person is staying in B&Bs, which is 80 euros a night, yeah. paid by the county council. They top up their payment by 35 euros a week. Right. They're not homeless. Just simply not homeless. But anyone that, there's a lot of people that are claiming they're homeless, but they're actually not. Mm. It's escaping responsibility for themselves, for their families, and they go get these homeless services, and now what do we want to do? Give them free travel. Free travel. I would agree with that person. What are we, where's it going to end? Do you want to give them free cars, free housing? What else do you want? Do you want to buy a house and give it to them and put them in their name rather than a council accommodation? Where does it end? In other words, the more you do for people, the less they're going to want to do for themselves. It is, because they don't, a lot of people don't want to take responsibility for themselves. And as I said, in, in County Loud, it's atrocious for it. Mm-hmm. There's people that's living in, in bed and breakfasts that are getting bed and breakfast paid for them, and, and they're not actually homeless. They have their own accommodation. And, you know, this specific person I'm talking about is an escape of maintenance. So it's a, a and do you do you think the abuse of the system where people are registering themselves as homeless just to get a house? Do you believe that's widespread? Oh, it is widespread. Something serious. I've known of some people, you know, that would go on um, uh, to state that they were homeless to be given a council house quicker mm-hmm. because you know that's what people believe. If we stay for homeless, we'll be given a council house, and then there's a lot of people that's given council accommodation and refusing them. Mm-hmm. And they're not taking them because it's in a Pacific area, it's not close enough to family. 
I myself am on the housing list um, for specific housing because I have a daughter with uh, quite special needs and she's non-verbal and she has a severe intellectual disability. Right, okay. And I don't get free travel for her. And I'd be up and down to Dublin regularly with my daughter. And I don't get free, free travel. I get a free, free travel pass for myself. Right, okay. Uh, but I still have to pay for my daughter. And how long, you, how long are you on the housing list? I'm on the housing list nearly eight years. Right, and, you, and no sign of I've house. never been offered accommodation from the County Council. So what, what do you get at the moment, HAP? Are you on a HAP scheme at the moment? I'm on HAP scheme at the minute. I'm in an accommodation that's just not suitable for, for my what's, daughter. What's house prices like in Dundalk at the moment? Uh, my house is 50. And that's actually quite cheap for the area because right. the houses here going, you know, 1200 is... Is that's dear enough, isn't it, for Dundalk? It is. It's, it's yeah. very expensive. But then you you have people all over uh, Dundalk going to the county council statement that the homeless getting into um, to homeless accommodation. Most of them would get put. You don't put really in. have a Dundalk accent, Mary. I don't. Because I work I work up in Dundalk now and again, and I'm used to them. And it's always yeah. everything is always. Will you play a song for me? Hi. <laughs> yeah, no, everyone says I'm not And I think you said that the first time I was on your show Wait, where, speaking about me I'm trying to figure out where your accent comes from But it's not Dundalk It's a mead no, accent It's a mead accent It is a mead accent no, I'm an Irish traveller, Niall I've travelled quite a bit of the country until about 10 years ago So that's where the accent's from Ah, I that's get you That's where it's from <laughs> Yeah, that's right, where Right, but it is, it is more of a mead accent It's closer, yeah, it is closer to mead, yeah Yeah, but as it's I said It's not really a load, load accent <laughs> No, it's not, hi, but I say No, I'm my sister's now will be quite I'm, Have a strong Peter accent <laughs> a ma, a ma, No, that's drawing a Peter A ma's yeah, yeah. bad, a packet of teho <laughs> <laughs> My sister constantly yeah. says like like, like, like. At the end of her sentence, yeah. Yeah, well, no, I think all the kids have got that. Who are you? <laughs> Come here, you, hi. <laughs> so, sorry, Mary, sorry, Mary, we're just having a bit of fun. Okay, so, yeah, but getting back, so you think that generally that we should be having the, the ones who actually really need it, but you believe that the people who are taking the piss are obviously squeezing all the money out of the system so we don't have enough money for everybody else. Oh, no, 100%. But, you know, what qualifies as homeless? Mm-hmm. You know this, this, this. You know this specific person I'm talking about could leave, left the family home, and went to this, um, went to the county council. Well, I, I know, I know somebody. We got, we got an email, and unfortunately, mm-hmm. I can't run the story because we're not allowed to for legal reasons yeah. to mention people's names. But I, there's a girl, and she sent in an email to us that her sister, and she sent us all the information, um, yep. was registered herself as homeless, moved out of the mother's house on purpose. Yep. There was plenty of yep. room there for her to get a house, and she got a house in the area where her mother lives. When she yes. got the house, she moved back into her mother's house and she rents the council house out on Airbnb. Oh, yeah, no, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that does happen. And, you know, that, that does happen, but the I county council are not doing anything about it. Like I well, sorry, sorry. Well, hang on, Mary. Say, Peter. How is that allowed to happen? Oh, it does happen. Right. Yeah, Mac. The council don't know their own house are up on that <laughs> B&B thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, sorry, John. I mean, like that person there knows a prime example abusing the system. She should be behind bars, like. And anybody that abuses the system there should be actually all put into bloody jail, right? But there are people who know the system. I mean, we had the woman on the phone last year, John. I'm sure you remember. I can't remember whether you do or not. She was on during the day and she was ringing us from outside the post office that our daughter's children's allowance had just run out. She was bringing the daughter down to the post office to sign on the dole at 18 and putting her on the housing list. In other words, there was no hope for this daughter. In other words, she's being told, you're going to be on the dole for the rest of your life. Have an old baby there and get yourself a house. But, but this is <laughs> like that lady that's on and a dog name, like, her, her daughter, like, 
hasn't got um, any passports. And that's wrong. Like, if if she has any... Yeah, they, I mean, the likes of Mary should be getting a bit more help because she's got a kid with special needs. But of course. But yeah, know, exactly. The system isn't working because they have people working in the system, not doing their fucking job. If somebody is asking their own and they're putting stuff up in, in the Airbnb or if they're given an address and they're, they're not living at this address or they're leaving their mother's house in the simply room there and they're getting the place, that should be all investigated. They should be called feck off and put to the... The, the bottom of the coil. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's no reason why you're singing. I had a bloke on, on the air here one night and he told me he was homeless. I said, how did that happen? He said, when myself and my wife split up, I went, right, okay. And I said, so your wife is in a council house with three kids, Grant. And where are you? He says, oh, well, I'm back in my mother's house. And I went, right. So you're not homeless, are you? He's not homeless. Sorry. And he says, no, but I'm sleeping in my mother's house. I am homeless. I says, you're, you're not homeless. You're sleeping. In, he said, but I'm registered as homeless. Yeah, but he's yeah. sleeping in his mother's house. And yeah, I said, it's not my yeah. fault and the government's fault that you and your missus didn't get on. And I said, what are you... And you know what he was looking for? He wanted a three-bedroom house in the council so the kids could stay with him for half the week. So here's the state paying for two houses because his marriage didn't work out. Wait, i tell you a better one. Yeah. There, I won't give the name now, right? But there, there's a city councillor. Well, he's not a councillor anymore, no. But... A single man never gets a three-bedroom house off any council. That's a given, right? That's a given, yeah. Into an apartment, whatever. But this guy got a three-bedroom house in the part of Cork, right? And was paying rent, and he was an elected councillor. Now, how did that happen? Well, we've got another one. We have a politician in, in Dublin who's in a three-bedroom house out in Bray, and he's a politician there, and an 80 or 90 grand a year. But stay there for a second. I want to go to Emer as well. Stay there, please, Mary. Emer, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Emer? Hi, how's it going, Niall? How Good. are you? Uh, Emer, you believe that uh, it's unfair on people who are actually working and struggling? I, do, I definitely do, Nile. I think there's two categories in this country. It's very rich or social welfare. There's nothing for the middle earner in between. So if you're, if you're kind of earning the average wage, struggling to pay a mortgage, paying all your bills, getting nothing from the state and you're skint every week, there's nothing for you? There's nothing out there for you whatsoever. As long as you go out and get up in the morning and go to work, there is nothing Nobody gives a shit about you. you. Nobody. You can't get a mortgage because you're not earning enough. You can't get social welfare middle- because you're earning too much. Exactly. So there's nothing out there for the middle earner whatsoever. There's people that are still being penalised, you know, on mortgages and what have you. Now, they'd love to take their children out for a day out. But because they're seen as working, they're not seen as you can have that. Mm. It, you just have to stop working in this country to get anywhere unless you're going to be a millionaire. Well, we've had people on the air who have explained to us they would be better off on the dole financially. Which is, well, that's, a, that's a sad reflection on society that you're better off on the dole, isn't it? It is a very sad reflection, but some people, like, want to go out there, they want to try and make a contribution. And I think anybody that is contributing to society that are paying their taxes, they should be the ones that are entitled to all this. They should be given at least, I mean, a bus pass for their kids. Mm-hmm. You know, you've paid all your taxes. Mm-hmm. You should be able to get something back. Well, I have to pay for my own kids' leave cards. <laughs> well, yeah. It's the same here. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's the same here. Like, no matter what you do as a working person, you cannot get nothing free from society. No, I never, so I never, you... I never escape paying money. I just got a text five minutes ago from my daughter. Can you top up my phone? <laughs> so, <I mean. laughs> the usual twenty a month. Yeah, yeah twenty a month. Yeah, you're right. But like, I have, I have two children, and both of them are working. My eldest lad, he can't get a mortgage. He's twenty five. He's out working full time and trying to save. 
he can't get a mortgage and doesn't get help. Um, there's no one out there to help him and hand him a home. Mm-hmm. I've got an 18-year-old who's going to go to college in September, September, hopefully. I mean, I don't get any help with that either. I don't get a free pass to send him to college. I have to go out and work to get, you know, to pay for him. Yeah, absolutely. So I can't understand why, like, people are... So, so basically, so the harder you try, the more, the less you get. And the less you try, the more you get rewarded. Exactly. And honestly, I worked out, if I was unemployed, I would be better off than I am being employed. Are you a single parent? No. Okay, all right. Okay, so, and is your, is your partner working? He does, yeah. We okay. both work full time. Okay, but you'd be on an average incomes. Yeah, your okay. average income, like nothing... You know, we don't have a load of cash to splash at the end of the month. Yeah, So, but the, the point is that you probably have less disposable income in your pocket at the end of the week than maybe somebody in your situation who's not working. Exactly. I worked it out and we definitely do have less disposable income. We're still well, trying to catch up on a more You're having your own home and, and everything else. But your own home is only your own home as long as you're paying the mortgage. I yeah, understand, but well, well, you have there's dignity in a person... I know, I agree. I agree. For a house. But some people, some people don't have it now. And, and don't, be, don't get me wrong, there are people, for whatever reason, who, you know, because they might have young kids or, like Mary, who have a kid, you know, with special needs, who can't go out to work or find it difficult yeah. to find the time. Yeah, or, that's the thing is, Niall, I was actually just about to um, agree with that lady a minute ago. I'm um, going back to finish off nursing. That's another year course I need to finish off. Um, it's starting this September. And because I'm doing that course and it's not within the part-time, um, scheme that uh, basically to be on carers for, I lose 107 euros a week. So, you, you're, so, lo- so you're losing money for making an effort. Yeah, see, if I did my three days a week uh, for four hours, yeah, then I would be able to keep it. But I want to have it finished in one year rather than dragging it out for two years. I want to be qualified by next year. Okay. And to be able to do that, I need to do uh, full time, which is the four days per week. So when I applied to do that, I was then notified by social welfare that my 107 euro would be stopped every week. Now, that's a payment I get from my daughter who has a severe intellectual disability. Mm. So that is taken away from me um, every week. Well, is, that a dam- is that a domiciliary carers allowance? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so you, that's deducted so you, from me. So do you lose the domiciliary carers allowance if you, go, if you take that four-day course then? You yeah, lose I that. lose that. I that's lose it. Ridiculous. And that comes down... Because the child um, still needs to be looked after. Well, she's on medication that's not given through um, the medical card. Right. So I still have to pay for the medication that's not given through the medical card. And also then I'm down over €100 Euro per week. Mm. And then with the maintenance, when I applied for non-payment of maintenance, uh, my child's father straight away within two days went to uh, register himself as homeless. Oh, good. Right. Okay, so, so then he doesn't have to so you're, you're not getting you're not getting a dig out at all from the dad, no? Sorry? No, you're not getting a dig out from the father, no? No, no, no. not at all. Right. So basically... They've well, see, that's, that's, a, that's a whole other topic and a whole other area, and I know we've discussed it before, that we yeah. should, like the UK, we should be forcing men to pay maintenance for their children. Oh, they should be paying. Yeah. Or, by the way, or, I don't want to be unfair, yeah. if there's a man looking after children and the wife has done, done a runner, she should be forced to pay maintenance too. So, I mean... 100%, yeah, I do agree be, with that. Yeah. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic.